This is the Tuesday, May 18th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. The play-in tournament gets going tonight. We have some plays for you on that, including some props. Go a little WNBA and baseball as well. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian, joined this morning by Tyler Folgem. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, Doug. I'm out on the course right now with uh, Greg Jeffries, who, of course, had the 35th nicest swing in the history of Major League Baseball, and the voice of the Golden State Warriors, Bob Fitzgerald. So I'm going to try and get some intel on Wednesday night's game. Good for you. That is, that is going above and beyond the call of duty to uh, get some good scouting and, and picks for the uh, listeners. So we, I applaud you on that front. Uh, in terms of tonight's action, though, we have uh, Eastern Conference action, and um, I assume you and the rest of the you're with the rest of the world taking the Wizards plus the two. Yeah, I even like the Wizards money line. Austin's just a train wreck right now, and Russell Westbrook's an absolute beast. But if I play a side or I play a total on that, I'm going to go under. It's got the highest uh, number on the board for any playoff playing game. And Doug, as you know, in the postseason, possessions get more measured. The game slows down, so I'm eager to bet a lot of under early in the postseason until the market corrects. Yeah, that's always sort of a philosophy I had, especially in the second half, fourth quarter, things die. I, I keep an eye on that for live wagering. I'm, I'm a little scared by the love of Washington. I am not going to get involved in that game. Yeah. I'm going to really keep an eye on um, live wagering just because I was really impressed with Brad Stevens' role players on Sunday and that Knicks comeback to get within a score. Uh, maybe I'm just kind of buying into the Celtics brand. Washington seems like the obvious play, but Bradley Beal's not healthy, and I don't know. The Wizards have kept things close against good teams, beat bad teams, so we'll see how they do against uh, Boston here on the road tonight. I'm going to I'm gonna pass on that game. I'm even passing on the Charlotte-Indiana game, although I do lean Charlotte, and I lean over. I just I don't trust either team, so I just can't get involved. My first official play is I'm going to the hardwood, but WNBA. I like a couple games in the uh, early, early slate here in the season, so I'm going to take Seattle. We just had a um, convincing win over Las Vegas after trailing in the first quarter, late flurry to end the first period and then take it from there. I'm going to go with the Storm again. I just think they have too much firepower. This line's kind of uh, strange. I understand the bounce back potential for the Aces, but I will take the Storm. Pick them on their home court tonight. Like some WNBA action, I'm going to go back to the uh, Gentlemen's League, the association. And we were talking about that Wizards-Celtics game. There is a player prop I like there on the Celtics side. With no Jalen Brown, we know he's done for the rest of the year. I'm going to play the over on Kimba Walker's point total, which is 24 and a half, because he's going to be the other alpha in the offense alongside Jason Tatum. And Tatum has told us repeatedly that he's not quite 100% dealing with the after effects of COVID. He's using an inhaler now before the game. And that, of course, is something he wasn't doing before COVID hit. Walker had played four games in the month of May, averaged almost 30 points, 29.8. So him picking up that slack for Jalen Brown, the nice matchup against Russell Westbrook, who obviously is a beast on the offensive end, but is no one to make us fearful on the defensive end. I think Kemba's going to have the ball in his hands a lot. and going to be shooting a lot. So I'll go over 24 and a half points for Kemba Walker. Yeah, he was played by injuries for so much of the season that um, we really haven't had a, like a large sample size of you know true, right. true Kemba. Um, I'm going to go back to the uh, WNBA. I, I, I think the Mercury – are in for a really good season. I, I think they have the ceiling of their big three is pretty high. I know they just lost at Connecticut, um, but I, 
I just I'm not ready. I'm not ready to give up on this team. And and they're opening on the road here again, staying on the East Coast, going to Washington. I think they get the W here and cover the three. Mystics obviously ran into a um, I don't know a motivated Candace Parker playing with their hometown Chicago Sky. It was a convincing win. Uh, I, I everyone would assume maybe bounce back at home, but um against mercury but i like phoenix here i think phoenix is uh with their like i said with their big three i think they're gonna get it done and uh i'll i'll, I'll back the stars in that in that game there all right back to the association for me one last time you know i love player props demontis sabonis over 44 and a half points assists and rebounds this is a guy in the month of may and helping the pacers go seven and three ats Without Malcolm Brogdon, with Karis LeVert in and out of the lineup, the guy averaged 23 points, 14 rebounds, and almost 11 assists. If not for Russell Westbrook and what he was doing, we've been talking about DeMontis Sabonis in the stat lines. He was pretty enough. So with LeVert expected to play and Brogdon still kind of being questionable with that hamstring, I think a lot of the offense is going to pour through DeMontis Sabonis. He'll have a massive advantage on the glass against the likes of Bismack Biombo and uh, Cody Zeller and P.J. Washington. He should dominate him, him there. I think he'll... He'll have an easy time scoring and setting up his teammates. So we're 44 and a half par for a guy who averaged almost 49 during the month of May. All right. I'm going to go to the diamond. We got to give our listeners a little diamond, a little baseball action. So we, many of us run the White Sox. Great job by you to pick it and even go the run line and get the plus money. And I understand the love of them. They are now 23 and two against left-handed starters over the last two seasons, but doesn't mean they can't hit right-handed pitching either. I think the right. Twins are in a giant funk right now. Lance Lynn's been really good in a few of his last starts. I'll lay the dollar fifteen on the road with the Southsiders. Again, missing some of their big bats in the lineup. But I got to continue to fade this Twins lineup and Pineda on the bump. Fair enough. I mean, we'll take what me and Anita, our best bets yesterday uh, against the lefty. I'm going to keep riding that trend until it continues to be right. That's a really good offense, even with Robert and Jimenez out of the lineup. Yeah, I believe third highest scoring uh, runs per game this year. So they've been a nice story, and they're not even doing it with the long ball necessarily. So that's going to do it for us. Best of luck with your round this morning, Tyler, and I'll see you back in the office and uh, all of our listeners. Just remember, we are uh, different schedule this week, although yesterday we were early. We were 6 p.m. Eastern the rest of the week here, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, no show on Friday. But you do have the Daily Wager podcast in and out in 10 minutes every morning West Coast time. We'll get you set for the day's action.